are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded here at the Plano Chamber office in the Legacy Texas Business Center. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Lisa Smith, 2020 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. This podcast is brought to you by WorkSuites. Let's introduce you to today's guest. Dave Steinman has been the franchise owner for College Hunks Hauling Junk for nearly 10 years, and I'm super excited to learn all about College Hunks. College Hunks Hauling Junk services both residential and commercial clients in North Texas communities, including Plano, Frisco, Addison, and others. Prior to buying the franchise in 2010, Dave spent 35 years in corporate America with the airline, hospitality, and travel technology industries, most notably with American Airlines, Sabre, and BCD Travel. Dave, thanks so much for being here today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Dave, why don't you give us a quick overview of the services you provide and tell us about your company's story. Tell us tell us about that unique name and catchy name, College okay. Hunks. Calling junk. Great. Well, let me start with the last part first. Um, Nick Friedman and Omar Solomon, who are our founders, were high school buddies back in uh, Washington, D.C. They went off to college in the early 2000s, and uh, they came home one summer vacation. Their parents wanted them to get a job. So uh, Omar's mother owned a furniture store and had a beat-up cargo van. The mom said, you could call it College Hunks Hauling Junk. So they made up some flyers, and they were off to the races. Then uh, the next thing was uh, the guys entered a business plan competition at the University of Miami. Uh, One went there. The other one went to Pomona College. They took first place and won $10,000, and that was kind of the seed money that started the business. Uh, So they both graduated from college, went off to their cubicle jobs in Washington, and about six months into that, one called the other and said, what's your timeline for doing this? And the other one said, right now. So that was the genesis of the business. So in 2005, they started College Hunks Hauling Junk. Uh, Didn't have many people on board, didn't have systems in place. And then in 2007 is when they started franchising. So they've gone from their first location in Washington. Now we have about 125 locations around the country. Uh, So as far as what we do, we hire clean-cut collegiate guys to go into homes and businesses and remove unwanted items. It could be anything from a single item like a refrigerator or a desk. It could be a full clean-out up to and including hoarding. We also provide light labor services such as moving furniture around a client's home. Uh, we also tear down sheds. We'll cut up hot tubs and haul them away. Many of our franchises have also got into the moving business, but there's still about six to ten of us that are just focused solely on junk removal and donation pickup. So we mentioned earlier that you had an extensive career in the airline industry prior to launching your College Hunks Hauling Junk franchise 10 years ago, but what inspired you to change careers and really land in the junk removal business? Well, you could say it's in my genes. My grandfather, who had passed before I was born, came over from Russia back in the 1910s, 1920s, supported his family with a scrap business. Uh, He used a horse and buggy back then, but then he ultimately had something like a Sanford and Son junkyard. As a kid, I used to walk to and from grade school, and I would pick through people's trash on trash day, and some were buried in a box back at the house. I still have this little copper bell that has the handle is, uh, depicts the statues down at Easter Island, 
So, you know, that's about 55 years old and, or, or older, and I still have that today. During and after college, uh, I embarked on a 35-year career, mostly in travel and airline, travel technology. Uh, but after 9-11, I went through a couple of layoffs. Uh, in 2009, being the last one, it was very difficult in the job market, especially coming off the financial crisis of 2008. So I said, maybe this is the time to look at a, something totally different. I had looked at owning a couple of businesses previously, but never pulled the trigger. So this was kind of the impetus. Um, I had done some cursory investigation of one of our competitors, couldn't get the time of day with them. So I decided I need to do something different. I went to a workshop on franchising. And uh, after the workshop, I approached the guy. I said, I'd like to pursue this further. He said, what are you interested in? I said, junk removal. So he just smiled and looked at me and I told him the story about my grandfather and so forth. He said, well, let's come in, take this aptitude test. We'll kind of match up a couple of businesses for you. About a week later, I went to his office and he presented a signed business to me, a, uh, something like a UPS store type business to me, uh, and then also junk removal. I said, well, I'm really interested in just the junk. And so he reaches up in his overhead and he pulls down this brochure for College Hunks Hauling Junk. It turns out he was the franchise development manager for College Hunks. And so from that point on, I went to Discovery Day down in Tampa, which is where our corporate offices are now. Uh, and within a month or so, signed a contract in, uh, that was mid-2010. Uh, on August 3rd, we took our first job and we've done thousands since then. That's quite a story. You know, junk is such a big word, and I, I certainly have a lot of junk in, in my garage, I'll say, but, but what type of items do you and your team pick up? And is there anything that you, that you shy away from? We basically take anything except for hazardous materials. So that includes liquid paint, chemicals, biohazard, fuel, propane, but otherwise nothing else is off limits. I often kid chamber members when I come to BI that Besides that, we don't take children, we don't take pets, but we do take spouses and partners for an extra fee. <laughs> and I do have places to hide the body. Um, but what we do pick up runs the gamut, everything from furniture and other household items, clothing, electronics, exercise equipment, appliances, office furniture and equipment, cubicles, construction and remodeling debris, and so forth. We've seen everything from nice to nasty. With all the folks landing in Collin County, we get calls regularly for people to just, please come just get my boxes. We just moved in. My garage is full of boxes. And the latest trend we're seeing are Amazon boxes because everybody's ordering online. So people are accumulating all these boxes. And so we'll go pick up boxes sometimes. So we talked about this a little bit a few minutes ago, but I mean, we have to, we have to unpack this. College hunks. Who qualifies as a hunk, and where do, you, where do we find them? Okay. Well, when I first came into the franchise system back in 2010, we used to say hunk was in the eye of the beholder. And the guys would often get asked, you know, are you a hunk? And they would just say, well, my mom thinks I'm a hunk. A couple of years later, we kind of evolved it to an acronym. So the acronym then stood for Honest, Uniform, Nice, Knowledgeable Students, because we hired generally collegiate employees. Uh, today, now that we have a moving concept, and we hire people uh, that may be a little bit older and a little bit more experienced in moving, uh, we've changed the acronym again. It's now Honest, Uniform, Nice, Knowledgeable Service. So we use that, and the fact that we've got some older employees, and we even have gals that are both at the front line and in our corporate offices that we fondly refer to as hunkettes. Occasionally, when I'm out on a project, a client might say, you're not in school, Dave. 
and I'll say, say they kept me back a few years, or I'm in the school of hard knocks, and then I often like to kid people that I once got pulled over by one of Plano's finest, and I said, officer, what's the charge? He said, false advertising. Aw. <laughs> well, we have more questions for Dave, including talking about some of the most unusual items that you've picked up on the job. So let's take a quick break for a message from the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse, Work Suites. Are you tired of working from the local coffee shop? Move to Work Suites and get more work done than ever before. Work Suites offers the perfect balance between private and shared office space and attracts serious businesses and entrepreneurs who know the power of a great collaborative environment. Choosing Work Suites puts you in a community of inspiring professionals serious about getting real work done. Contact WorkSuites.com or call 888-312-WORK to check out any of their three Plano locations or 15 DFW area locations. That's 888-312-WORK or WorkSuites.com. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Dave Steinman, franchise partner with College Hunks Hauling Junk. So Dave, I have to imagine that you've come across some pretty interesting pieces of junk in your 10 years on the job with College Hunks Hauling Junk. Are there any particularly memorable items you'd like to talk to us about? Yeah, you can't imagine the things we come across on a daily basis from brand new, never opened items to vintage or otherwise collectible things. We've even gotten some unmentionables. We can talk offline later. Ooh. Some of the more memorable things we've gotten, though, include a 1955 U.S. Navy practice bomb that they wow. used to fill with sand or water for practice. So, it, you know, post-Korea, pre-Vietnam War. Uh, we've also gotten World War II memorabilia like field phones, artillery canisters, and so forth. Uh, over the years, we've gotten a 1977 Gottlieb pinball machine, two vintage Coke machines from the early 1950s, a vintage church altar from Croatia that a client had brought back over here and has moved around the country and finally decided it was time to go. One thing that was kind of memorable to me personally, back in when I was in fourth grade, I wrote to President Kennedy and his staff put together a package and sent it out with his biography and pictures and so forth. All of this stuff is, is framed and hanging in my house today. It's postmarked the day he was assassinated. So as serendipity would have it, we were on a hoarding job back in the early years, and the guys came across a stack of newspapers, and on top was a newspaper that said, President is dead, Dallas Times-Herald, Evening Edition, November 22, 1963. So I now have that framed and hanging in the house. So uh, we get all kinds of things. Uh, you know, and as serendipity would have it, you know, I get people all the time that say, Dave, would you keep an eye out for something? And sure enough, a week or two later, it'll show up. It could be a vacuum cleaner. It could be a washing machine. The most unusual, someone asked me for a hurricane globe for, for a hurricane lamp. They had broken theirs. And one day, this is probably about three days later, I happened to be helping the guys. We went to the transfer station to dump. I hadn't seen what was on the truck. And we, you know, we tipped the truck back. It all falls out. And on top of the pile was an unbroken globe to a hurricane lamp. I mean, that wow. was the most unusual. They, they couldn't believe it. It was exciting. I have a request. I want to find a, just a cheap plastic old phone with the rotary oh. to teach my kids about picking up a phone. We went to a hotel one time, and they were like, what's that? Yeah, we do, we do get those from time to time. We'll definitely keep an eye okay. out for one. Okay, all right. 
we talked about your removal services, but what happens to the items you pick up? Yeah, that's a great question. One of the perks of the job is that the guys get to keep things from the job. So they've accumulated things over the years, everything from gaming consoles, high-def TVs and monitors, sports equipment, things that will outfit their own apartments, furniture, washer, dryers, kitchenware, all that kind of stuff. Um, but beyond that, we have a chance to sort through most things uh, after jobs, and then we donate, recycle, or repurpose, or otherwise find a home for things. So when it comes to recycling, typically that's related to scrap metal, electronics, or paper and cardboard. So we'll get those types of things recycled. Uh, but then we also donate to a number of not, not-for-profits here locally. Uh, we've done business with or donated to uh, the North Texas Performing Arts Group, uh, Christian Food Pantry, Habitat Restore, Hope Store, and so forth. Most recently, we've started donating to the new chamber member, uh, Grace Bridge Plano. I also try to keep an eye out for things that remind me of chamber members. And when I come to BI, occasionally I'll do a little show and tell and present them with the item. Uh, uh, Gary got a meat, old-fashioned meat grinder that he displays in his store. Oh, Gary Hirsch. Yeah, from Hirsch Meats. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl, our red shoe realtor, got a brand new pair of red high heels. So things like that that remind me of people at the and chamber. And when you say BI, you're talking about business interchange every Friday every morning Friday, at the chamber. Every Friday, 730. What, what about some of those items, though, that you mentioned some of the maybe vintage or antique or things that might have a high value? They wouldn't necessarily be something a nonprofit would would use, but are you are you donating for them to sell? Do you sell any of the items? Occasionally, we'll cherry pick a few things and sell them. Either sometimes we'll donate money to the charity. Uh, sometimes I'll just share that money with the guys, and they can use it for book money or what we call beer money. Um, but we also, besides that, we also try to be a good community partner in terms of the time that we've contributed and some financial resources, uh, helping organizations like Leadership Plano, My Possibilities, Junior League of Collin County. Uh, the hurricane relief drive just a few years ago. And we're very proud of a national relationship we have with a group called Feeding Children Everywhere. So for every job we complete, we donate two nutritious meals uh, to someone. And we also have helped with a couple of hunger projects. That's amazing. Yeah. And how do you price your services? Well, junk removal, we price primarily based on volume. So it all depends on how much it takes, how much space it takes up in our truck. We've got a minimum, but we've got 13 price points, and it gets incrementally less expensive the more you put on. So you get more bang for your buck the more things that you have. There are occasionally some surcharges, recycling of uh, old-fashioned tube TVs or CRT monitors, uh, tires, things like that that may drive some additional costs. But most of it primarily is based on volume. And then uh, when we do the, the labor-type jobs, those are just priced by the hour. If you need furniture moved around in your home, is that something that your team could do? We absolutely do move furniture around in the home. We don't move things from point A to B because we're not insured or licensed. Right. I dabbled with it early on and tried it myself. But as I was getting older, you know, I just decided that, look, if somebody doesn't show up for work, I'm getting too old and my back hurts too much to go out on a four or six hour move. Today, I can still go out and help the guys on a junk removal job if I need to. So a lot of our franchises do do full-service packing and moving. I've opted to just stay in the junk business. 
Dave, you've been a chamber member for 10 years, and we thank you so much for your continued membership and support of the organization. How have you plugged into the chamber over the years, and what has involvement meant for you and your business? Well, Business Interchange has been the most consistent part of my membership with the chamber. I'm not always able to make it weekly, but I am there regularly. Uh, I served also for a few years as an ambassador. In 2012, I was selected to leadership Plano Class 30. After graduating from LP, I served on its board for three years, uh, two years as treasurer, and then I've also spent a couple of different stints, three years plus, on the finance committee for the chamber. The result of all this is that I've developed some strong business ties that have helped my business grow year after year, but more importantly, I've made some friends for life, and you just can't put a price on that. Yeah. Well, we thank you for all of that time. Before we wrap up, we'd like to know more about you personally. So tell us a little bit more about your outside interests, because I understand you're a bit of a collector of mid-century memorabilia. Well, as any small business owner will tell you, we spend most of our days, evenings, and weekends working on our business. My fiance, Donna Bender, also has her own business, so it's twice as hard to carve out quality time. We love going to a movie or a concert or just grabbing a bite out with friends. And when we can, we'll sneak away for a long weekend. But that doesn't happen all that often. I've started thinking about selling the business in the next two to three years. I want to slow down a bit and maybe return to some model railroading. I also have an affinity for finding things online or at garage sales, such as collectibles, and then flipping them on sites like eBay. I haven't done that in a while, but I love the thrill of the hunt and the excitement of an online auction when it's about to end. So I'm hoping to do that kind of thing uh, when I decide to retire. As far as collecting mid-century things, this business has allowed me to find things to bring home that remind Donna and me of our growing up years. We've got a mid-century modern etagere in the house, and we've got it just cluttered with things that I've picked up off of jobs and other places. We've got vintage office things like old rotary phones, like you mentioned, Kelly, pencil sharpeners, slide rules, got an old-fashioned pair of roller skates that we used to put on over our sneakers. I've got transistor radios, eight-track players, reel-to-reel recorders, eight-millimeter movie equipment, figurines from the TV show The Munsters, and a collection of Beatles 45s and LPs, including a never-opened Meet the Beatles album. I've brought home a number of other things over the years, furniture, artwork, and so forth. So as it turns out, I'm really not the poster child for junk removal and being (laughs) clutter-free. But you are all about the junk. I'm all about the junk. Yeah, absolutely. So with all that, what's your favorite collectible? Or what's the favorite item you've picked up besides the newspaper you mentioned? Well, you know, I've enjoyed getting things like the Coke machines, but we've gotten rid of those over the years. Uh, I've got an old-fashioned penny scale, one of the tall penny scales you used to see out in front of the five-and-dime store sitting in a storage locker. I even have a storage locker. But, yeah, I mean, just just some of the collectibles that remind me of, of, you know, the 60s and early 70s and college and so forth, those are the things I find most fascinating. Well, as long as you're taking requests, which you didn't, but I'm going to give you one. I'm always taking requests. Um, I also would love to find one of the old stand-up popcorn makers. Oh. Not the the new one, but actually the old. So when I was was little, my sister and I, my great-grandfather gave us his old popcorn machine, and we set up a popcorn and lemonade stand and would sell it at different events. And I just... 
my sister kept the old one, but over time it kind of fell apart and she didn't have anyone to, to you know, to fix it. So we are on the hunt for another we'll be one. We're on the hunt for that. We've actually picked up one that, you know, one of the newer models mm -hmm. and we actually have it back at the office and we do make popcorn from time to time because it just smells great and it's delicious. Yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye it out for that. It is fun to think about things yeah. from your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for today, Dave, although I think we could sit here and talk about the, your finds I'd all day to. long. So thanks so much for coming in and chatting with us this morning. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Well, and we'd like to give special thanks to WorkSuites for their partnership as the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse. Want to join WorkSuites as a Plano Pulse sponsor and get your business in front of our listeners? Contact the Plano Chamber to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode.